have you done of the, of this show i think this will be the 128th okay because i've only done one i've done 132 so you're four ahead of me you're four but ahead of me we would have done more but we took most of 2020 and 2021 off because of covid and then as the random breaks yeah, because you, know, you know stuff happens. Stuff yeah. happens. Yeah. Although before that, I did do on my old show, I did do about a hundred and something episodes. So I haven't even reached a hundred something. I've just reached one hundred and twenty-eight. That's a hundred something. No, but I haven't reached the number a hundred something. Oh, you haven't got into the somethings. I haven't gotten to the somethings yet. What about the the diggities? Have you got the diggities yet? I I haven't even I I I haven't even scraped the bottom of the barrel of the diggities. The diggities. What about the elevensies? See, have you have you reached the elevensies? Yeah, I got past the elevensies. Oh, you see, that's why. That's why you're podcasting veteran, and that's why I think you should open up this episode. Oh, okay. And, and um, All right, you can, clearly can... clearly have more experience than I do. Okay, um, I wouldn't say that, but <laughs> all right, here goes. Um, hello, listeners, welcome to Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy. I'm your host, Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy. Oh and... boy, that joke's been running to the ground. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. Hearing another person, <laughs> <I> thought... <laughs> hearing another person say that really reminds me how that's been running to the ground. But yeah. I guess that's just my opening line now. Yeah. It... Is it like rec- listening to your own voice? You don't know how annoying it is until you listen back to it? Yeah, it's a lot like that, except I have to hear it through someone else's voice. Yeah, with my annoying voice. It's not an annoying voice. You've done a hundred and something episodes <laughs> of a yeah. podcast. You clearly have a great voice. Well, just because you do a podcast doesn't mean people listen. People I think. Listen? I think, yeah. I mean, I listen to your podcast and you listen to my podcast. So we both have one listener each. So I think we're about even. I have at least 40. Okay. That's pretty good. I don't see. I might have more episodes than you, but I'm not sure if I have 40. I think I might have 40, but it's hard to tell because podcast metrics, I feel like are lying to me. I felt the same way, but. I made a post once about the podcast on Instagram and some guy w- uh, replied saying, when's it coming back? And like, so you're the one, yeah. you're the one listener. That is surprising when we didn't do an episode of my show for a long time. And then we finally came back and then like 
we got an Instagram comment from someone I didn't know being like, oh, awesome, you guys are back. And I was like, huh, we have listeners? It's a good feeling. Have you ever had guests message you saying, I want to be on this show? Yeah, we, we had two. We had two filmmakers who wanted to come on. Ah, I've only so, had one filmmaker so far. and Yeah. But see, your your show is different where you, like, invite guests on, um, whereas we just review, me and my friends review movies, and then we, the only two times we had, some, like, Melbourne filmmakers um, contact us to promote their promote their movies and come on and talk about it which is cool they were cool uh have you ever had someone randomly scope you out because they're like oh this is about movies what do you mean like uh so i had a guy randomly scope me out because he's like a comedian yeah and um i guess you just saw it was a comedy interview show so i was like i want to be on that and he's manager Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, no, no yeah. one's done that to me. Not yet. Uh, as of recording, that episode has not been released yet. But I'm assuming by the time we do release this episode, it will be out, so... Okay. Should I... Am I still the host? Well, no, you... I, didn't, I never said you were going to be the host. Okay, okay. I said you were opening the show because you're the <laughs> podcast veteran. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I didn't get to finish my opening. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, All right. Okay, welcome yeah. welcome to Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy. I'm your host, Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy, and today I'm here with the movie man, hashtag man of movie, movie watching boy, James from the Tuesday Review. How are is you, that, James? Is that your new name? What? Is that your new name, James, on this show? What, all those titles? Those are the titles you gave me last time. Movie watching boy. I gave you James the movie guy. I remember that. The movie guy. That's what I was looking for. Thank but you. you. Know, but you know what? Movie watching boy seems to fit my brand more. So maybe <laughs> that's, that's who you are now. Yeah, movie watching boy is very you. That's a very you character, actually. You can be movie watching boy. <laughs> I mean, I don't review movies. I wouldn't be any good at it, but I do watch yeah. them sometimes. Yeah, that, but that that's a character you would be. I, <laughs> hello, I'm movie watching boy. I watch all the movies. Release the Snyder Cut. <laughs> release the Tom Snyder Cut. <laughs> Hashtag release the butthole cut of cats. Release the Tom <laughs> Snyder butthole cut. <laughs> you know, if it was a Tom Snyder cut of the Justice League, Mm. That it will be like eight hours because he talks so slow. I know. He famously talks very slow. It would be. But it would still be in black and white and four by three. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. What the I... hell was the point of four by three? I think because of the IMAX. Okay, so I have to be a movie nerd. It's. <sighs> To be devil's advocado, um, like to be fair, the the IMAX ratio is higher. So if you go see it in IMAX, it's supposed to be really big. But if you're going to preserve that big square ratio for TV, it looks like an old four by three 
uh, frame. But I'm not forgiving Zack Snyder, and I don't know why it was in black and white. That was just dumb. Um, because it's arty. Hashtag unreleased the Snyder Cut. That's what I... We should get Un- that starting. Unrele- unrelease it. <laughs> unrelease it. Men in black erase it from everyone's memories and erase it from the interwebs. Well, release the Dana Snyder cut. The Dana Snyder. How many Snyders are there? There's a lot of Snyders. <laughs> I just say you get audio from all the cartoons he's put his voice to and yeah. just splice it over top of um, all the character dialogue. Wait, was he the one who got me too or am I thinking of someone else? Uh... No, no, I'm thinking of someone else. My not, bad. Not, not Dana Snyder. No, 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 no. Yeah, I think I was thinking of the Ren and Stimpy guy. Oh. Yeah. John, John K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've brought it up on this show, but I have brought it up on Late Night Party Boys. Yeah, yeah. He was grooming kids. He yeah. was grooming 15-year-old girls. God damn. So we are talking about movies, and uh, at, at the time of release, we're, re- we're reaching the holidays. It's the holiday season. And as Tim Allen says in the new streaming series, The Santa Clauses, <laughs> you can't even say Merry Christmas anymore. This is problematic. <laughs> You know, in those Santa Claus movies with Tim Allen, that wasn't snow. That was cocaine. Yeah, he was like, uh, he, um, he, um, told, he told on all the elves to get a lower sentence. <laughs> is that what this, the, the new, the new Santa Clauses is about? I haven't seen it. Yeah, so this one, Danny Trio it... plays an elf. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes out of prison for revenge <laughs> against Santa. In in this one, does he wear a MAGA hat, but with like a, a white pom-pom on top, so it looks like a Santa hat? You know, he might as well. Or does he just wear a Santa hat that says MAGA on it? He wears a Santa hat that says Manipia. Make North Pole great again. <laughs> What's with all these green elves? Is, is he gonna, elves? Yeah, is he going to build a wall around the, the North Pole? He might. Or it could be like the yeah. last season of The Last Man Standing where Santa Claus meets Tim the Toolman Taylor. I, w- I would watch that, actually. Well, that's what happened in the last season of The Last Man Standing. His character in that meets Tim the Toolman Taylor. Is that true? Yeah, there's an episode. Oh, I have to look that up later. Oh, my God. You know when he goes, oh, that's um, that's him getting a high off the the cocaine. Yeah. So we are talking Christmas films this week. Yes. I got movie watching boy here, or I'm movie watching boy. You're the movie guy. I'm the movie watching man. James is the movie watching man. I'm movie watching boy. I'm not afraid to infantilize myself. Joke. Yeah. Are you my sidekick? I could be. Yeah. And why isn't the boy the hero and the man is the sidekick? Toxic masculinity. Yeah. 
Hashtag put Robin in the Snyder Cut. Where's Robin? Where's Matt Damon as Robin to Ben Affleck's Batman? You think Ben Affleck... (laughs) You know, Ben Affleck apparently said to Kevin Smith, fucking move the camera, do something. Or is that... Is that when they... Is that when they fell out? But now they're friends again? I don't know when this was. This was apparently after he directed something. Because I know Kevin Smith admitted that he, like, didn't know anything about filmmaking or his movies were pretty simple. And then it wasn't until his last few movies where he's like, oh, maybe I should learn some of this stuff. Well, just today I read Ben Affleck. I was like, come on, man. Learn to move a camera. Do something. Yeah. I was going to say, do you think for Zack Snyder, he said stop moving the camera so much? Yeah, I mean, if I was on set with Zack Snyder, I'd just be like, please just stop making movies. <laughs> <laughs> or at the very least, stop ruining DC movies. Yeah, ruin Marvel movies for once in your life, Zack. Yeah, Marvel's uh, up on their high horse. They need to get taken down a peg. Get Zack what? Snyder in there. Knock it all down a bit. Why can't Captain America be all sad and angry and gritty and yeah why wasn't wakanda forever in black and white and why actually no i mean now it's just sad because chadwick boseman actually died and if it was in black and white it kind of makes sense because it's all (laughs) (laughs) melancholy of the situation (laughs) okay that that one actually makes sense Zack snyder wouldn't think of it because it makes sense (laughs) the entirety of four love and thunder would be in black yeah yeah exactly and instead of uh, uh, Guns N' Roses, it's just like that really loud, I don't know, chant, like Roman chanting, whatever the hell that was. And uh, The Hallelujah. Yeah, it would just be Hallelujah on loop. And um, Four, and who's that other guy? What other guy? Russell oh, Crowe. Uh, Crow. I'll just have <laughs> sex while Hallelujah plays. Yeah. I'll be down for that. Also, can we talk about how um, Russell Crowe playing Zeus was doing a, like, Greek fish and chip, like, Greek-Australian fish and chip shop owner accent, and I think it's the funniest thing ever. And I don't think people appreciated it because it's a very Australian-specific joke. I felt like he dropped in and out. Yeah, but I, th- act- I feel like that's what act- he was doing. He was, clearly was he-, he was clearly aiming for that, but maybe it was harder to pick up on because it definitely drifted away. Then yeah. came back, and then, okay, uh- yeah, see what you're doing, Russell. Because <laughs> <laughs> you think, like, you think Zeus, you think, oh, he's going to have, like, a English accent, you know, like all, that, all these sort of regal ancient characters do. Booming, but- authoritarian voice. Yeah. But the fact that he's like, uh, uh, yeah, so we are the god. Like, it's very, it's like almost Con the Fruiterer-esque. And I was, I was laughing my ass off. Now, should Four Love and Thunder have been a Christmas movie? Well, they're making a Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special this year. So Thor might be 
tangentially involved. Uh, Star Lord isn't going to come in there and start shoving his Christianity down our throats, is he? Uh, I hope not. Hey, you think um, you think Mario will start? You know, will join a Christian cult? He already has. Yeah. Mushroom King, Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Well, King, mush- Mushroom Kingdom of Heaven, here we come. He just jumps on all the barrels. Yeah. Fights. He fights Donkey Kong because he's like, we didn't evolve from you. <laughs> How dare you try and shove those lies down our kid's throat. <laughs> oh, man. So the very thin framing device of today's show is that Christmas is coming up. Yes. And we're going to talk about all the great and wonderful Christmas movies that people should be watching to get ready for the season. Yeah. While they roast chestnuts on an open fire and all that and, and drink eggnog and all the things we don't do in Australia, but feel like Christmas. Because it's just shoved from our throat from all the American pop culture we, is, we yeah. uh, consume. I mean, all pretty much all Christmas movies. Uh, yeah, we we consume our American, so all our Christmas, like feelings of Christmas nostalgia, come from American Christmas movies. Even though our Christmas is probably a bit different, even just in terms of weather and stuff. And I'll be amiss to point out, mm-hmm. to not point out, your background is Chevy Chase. Yes. So I feel like, I don't know if I'd say it's my favorite Christmas movie, but it's very close to being my favorite Christmas movie. It's National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And we were talking about Tim Allen before and his Coke problem. Oh. <laughs> so now that's interesting, isn't it? Not? Well, you got Chevy Chase, but then. You also got, in Christmas Vacation, you also got Randy Quaid, who, I mean, where do we begin? Well, Randy Quaid is off his, uh, his rocky. He's into, like, right-wing conspiracies now, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, he's like a complete conspiracy nut. He, like, grew a big beard, and he's like, I'm moving to Canada in the woods where no one can find me, but then he tells everyone where he is. <laughs> 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 I wonder if he's off somewhere splicing genes together and making mutants for a mutant circus. What? Is, is that a plot? Is that the plot of one of his movies? Uh, the movie Freaked. Freaked? I haven't seen that one. It's pretty funny. Yeah? I'll describe it as uh, like a Zucker, like a Zucker Brothers movie, but mixed with 90s MTV. Okay. That doesn't sound too bad. Like it's got, it's very silly. It's got a lot yeah. of silly jokes, but it's got a weird sort of, it's got a weird aggressive soundtrack to it. Yeah. It's like butthole services in there. All, yeah, all 90s movies were going hard and like being like, we're cool. Like we're extreme. We're hip. And this movie is using Dutch angles. And this movie's <laughs> got Mr. T in the dress. <laughs> He's like the bearded lady. So oh, I was going to say, is it, is it ahead of its time then? It's in a way, in a way it is ahead of its time. Yeah. I was 
telling our good friend from Hammercat David, mm -hmm. I think Alex Winter partially is absurdist comedy. How so? Not because of just Bill and Ted, but because he worked on MTV on a sketch show called The Idiot Box with like a couple of people, and they yeah. made Freaked. And then you oh. watch it. And then you watch it all, and you're like, oh, I can sort of see a line between this and... Oh, this is the one with Alex Winter. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll watch it. But it's not a Christmas movie. It's not a Christmas movie, but it could be a Christmas movie. It could. Depending on... It could, well, depending... Any movie could be a Christmas movie, I guess. I guess opening up the, 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 the gates of conversation will say that any movie could be a Christmas movie. Yeah. Because what is Christmas? Just something people made up to sell toys. Yeah. And Jesus. <laughs> and trees. Trees and Jesus. The Jesus. Because you put up the Jesus tree during Christmas, put up the Jesus tree. And uh, what is the Jesus tree? Uh, come on, come on! You know what this is. You, you got this. You got this. I, I don't. You got it. What? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What is it? Um, the Joshua tree. Oh. Uh, the Joshua I, tree. I was gonna say the burning bush, but that's not funny. No, it's just sexy. <laughs> it's just sexy speaking of movies all right my mind is a genius uh -huh. so today i i had an actual dream the entirety of a new of a film where danny devito is a retired oompa loompa I that's so genius that I'm speechless. Like, yeah, I, I can't, like, the possibilities are endless. You could go so many different ways with that. It could be like a, a bad Santa kind of thing where he's like a Oompa Loompa who's just over, every, over it all and then he has to help, like, out a kid. Or you could do, like, a Logan thing where he's, like, on the run. Yeah, I don't know. I think there was a weird thing where he was trying to. Was this a weird Fred Claus thing where he's trying to get back with his brother or something? Some guy, some guy that's taller and he has a family now and he's trying to ingratiate himself. I don't remember. You know how you, you vaguely remember dreams? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something like that. And for some reason, it, it, it turned into a Christmas movie by the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> so well, he, had to sa he had to save Wonka Miss or something, a new brand new holiday to sell chocolate. That, that feels like a very cynical, like, Hollywood uh, studio executive's idea for a Willy Wonka sequel. Like, they're making Wonka Miss. <laughs> no, I think, no, this gets weirder. This gets weirder. Yeah. So there's a scene where he meets Willy Wonka, but he's got like Gene Wilder's superimposed face, 
but they make a meta fourth wall breaking joke about how it's a superimposed Gene Wilder face. So, I don't know, my, my subconscious, man. I don't know. Yeah, dreams of wild. So like he was, he was like, because Gene Wilder's dead. So like they had to do like the um, the CGI super. Yeah, the the, ta- the Tarkin thing from Rogue One, where he's like, they bring a dead actor back to life and it doesn't look good. But then there's like a contact reference where it's like, I came to you in a pleasing form. <laughs> okay, this adds like a whole other layer now, where it's like a, <laughs> some sort of alien or other being comes down <laughs> well uh, maybe it's maybe santa is pretending to be willy wonka and then at the end he reveals that he wasn't gene wilder he was tim allen all along <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he had a weird face <laughs> so the Oompa Loompa is forced into retirement he's got <laughs> nothing to do now yeah right he's just trying to integrate into the outside world the real world and he gets headhunted by Santa Claus. What do you What do you mean, like Santa Claus? Oh, because he needs elves. He needs elves, so he's like. And Oompa Loompas are kind of like elf helpers. They're not bats. They're not like they're not miles of miles away. Yeah. So like, he needs more elves. He needs more like he needs more little helper people, pretty much. Hmm. Yeah, that, that could work. I don't know. Just an elevator pitch of it is great. I yeah. don't know. I don't know what else my head was on though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like, but the, the thing is, is like you add Danny DeVito to anything, and you're automatically making it better. Like, so you've already got a winning idea just by saying. Danny DeVito as dot, it's dot, Danny, dot. It, It's Danny DeVito. Him going around saying, I'm sick of these Oompa Loompa whores. <laughs> whores. Whores. <laughs> I, I think... I think my yeah. brain is AI. And it's, what? Gener- it's generating. <laughs> I mean... It, uh, I guess it, it works in the same way. It takes everything that you've taken in and then it like spits something out. So when you put all when you put all of Christmas movies into an AI, it'll spit out something weird like that. Put Charlie in the chocolate factory in yeah. there just for a little bit of Yeah, flavor. Not a Christmas movie, but it could be. Could be. Anything as was established, anything could be a Christmas movie. I think Willy Wonka could be a Christmas movie even more than some other movies. It's, it's about def- kids and it's about surprises and it's about... Definitely closer than the film Freaked. Yeah. But Freaked could also be a Christmas movie. Could also be a Christmas movie. It could be Randy Quaid's gift to genetically splice Alex Winter into a, a mutant for his mutant circus. <laughs> Maybe Santa needs mutant workers. So he splices Oompa Loompas with elves to make super elves. So this so this holiday season, Santa Claus plays God. 
He's tired of working for God. He's tired of working on Jesus' birthday. He He's... wants to create people. Okay, so... So Danny DeVito as Frankenstein creating the monster, but it's a Christmas movie. So Danny DeVito as Santa who is creates... Danny DeVito... Is Danny DeVito Santa? I thought he, he's like the Frankenstein's monster. Oh, you think Danny DeVito should play the monster and not Dr. Frankenstein? Who should be Dr. Frankenstein then? Arnold Schwarzenegger? Clearly. Oh, I will watch that in a And he doesn't, he doesn't use, like, the body parts of, like, dead people. He just gives birth. <laughs> <laughs> because Junior is also a Christmas movie. <laughs> It's also a Christmas movie. It could be. <laughs> oh, man. Has has Arnold Schwarzenegger ever... Like, Arnold Schwarzenegger should play Santa. Has there ever been a parody with Arnold as Santa? Like, I feel like that should have been a thing. Well, it's Jingle All The Way, obviously. Right. Like, did he oh, dress up as Santa I, at one point in that movie? He must have. I, I don't... I think he... Oh, God. I've seen that I movie. I literally watch that movie every Christmas morning. No joke. I watch that movie every Christmas morning, and I don't think he... I know he no. dresses up as the uh, the superhero. Yeah, the, he dresses the toy, up the toy. as Turbo yeah. Man. Yeah. But I know on the on the poster, on, like, the cover of the DVD and the poster, he's, like, dressed as Santa... And he's like, the kid is pulling his beard down, so it's revealed to be him. But I don't actually remember if he wears it in the movie. Oh my god! Yeah, no, I, I don't think he does. I yeah. Well, that's another Christmas movie for the list. Jingle that's all a, the way. Well, that's a. Jingle All the Way gets a bad rap, but it's a great movie, and I watch it every Christmas morning. Well, there's Sinbad in it. Sinbad is amazing in that he's, movie. He's in it. He's hilarious. So good. I quote that movie all the time. So what if Sinbad is Santa Claus? <laughs> that, yeah, that I would definitely watch. And for his mutant circus, he <laughs> splices together Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> he could honestly just put Danny DeVito, splice Danny DeVito onto like Arnold Schwarzenegger's back or something. So it's like the Quado in Total Recall. Yes. Where he's just, <laughs> it's Danny DeVito coming out of Schwarzenegger's stomach. <laughs> yeah. He says Randy Quaid, start the reactor. <laughs> Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. <laughs> uh. Hey, speaking of Total Recall, mm -hmm. you know what else is a Christmas movie? What? Showgirls. Sure, why not? There's lots of lights and colors and stuff. Lots of lights, lots of colors. <laughs> Gina Gershon eats dog food. <laughs> lots of overacting. <laughs> uh, the least sexy sex scene you can ever have. The dolphin, dolphin yeah. sex scene. Yeah. Carl <laughs> McLaughlin. 
<laughs> but it's a satire. It's a satire on Christmas movies. Yeah. See, that's what people don't get. <laughs> they don't know what they don't get. The satire on Christmas movies. <laughs> when you think Christmas movies, you don't think a kind of debaucherous, tainted take on the Star is Born trope. You think. Like, you know, Christmas. See, that's why it's so excessive, because it's about, like, uh, how Christmas has become commercialized, and it's lost, lost its true meaning. You know, Christmas, you know, was going around the pole, you know, working as a stripper. Yeah. But it just wanted to be a showgirl on those big stages. <laughs> and it did. And it lost its soul along the way, and, and its best friend was raped. And Oh, yeah. I'm losing, I'm losing, I'm losing the thread on this metaphor right now. And then, yeah, and she gets revenge. She's got lipstick on her nipples for some reason. I guess that's kind of Christmassy. What's left all Christmassy? Red, red nipples. <laughs> well, for, no, was, for no reason? She was trying to guide the rest of the, the showgirls. Oh, yeah, Rudolph. Then, yeah, Rudolph the, Rudolph the red titted. Red nipples reindeer. <laughs> They were just jealous. All those other reindeer were just jealous. They were just jealous. Of his tig old biddies. Because the reindeer had to, like, eat a eat dog food. <laughs> to be in an ad. <laughs> or whatever that bit was. Uh, what'd you say? <laughs> I, lo I love puppy chow. I love puppy chow, darling. <laughs> Gina Gershwin is so good in that movie, though. Now, Christmas. Uh-huh. You ever notice how there's no Kwanzaa movies? Hmm. Why doesn't Ice Cube bring back Friday? And make oh, Friday Kwanzaa movie? Friday 4. Happy Kwanzaa. Yeah. I'll be down for that. What about Hanukkah? Are there any Hanukkah movies? Uh, there's an Adam Sandler animated movie. But isn't that drink? Isn't that a Christmas movie? It's sort of about Hanukkah. It's called Eight Crazy Nights. Oh, it's about yeah, Hanukkah. it's about Hanukkah. I've never seen it. Well, Adam huh. Sandler's famously Jewish, therefore he runs the media, according to Kanye West and Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> Santa Claus runs the media. But is Santa Claus Jewish? I mean, Jesus... Jesus now, was a Jew. Jesus was Jewish. And he's everywhere in American media. Therefore, Jewish people therefore, do run the media. Yeah, therefore Christmas... Yeah. I don't know where we're going with that. <laughs> I don't know, but I feel good about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we stand by whatever the hell that was. It was satire. It was satire of Christmas. Satire. Don't you get it? Because Christmas movies can be smart, too. Exactly. Just think of, like, um, 
Christmas with the cranks. <laughs> Another Tim Allen vehicle. <laughs> the, the smartest Christmas movie ever made. Christmas with the cranks. <laughs> My problem with that movie was is that it should have been Christmas with the crank yankers. Yeah. I mean, how many, uh, like, jerking, jerk-off jokes can you put into a Christmas movie? Well, Jimmy Kimmel, um, who was the other one? Adam Carolla. Adam Carolla would just complain about safe spaces the whole time. Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel would just be like... I'm trying to pretend I never did the man show or <laughs> trying to distance himself. <laughs> uh, yeah. How many jerk off jokes? Well, they wouldn't many... be able to do special ed anymore. Yeah. It would have to be special elf. It's Christmas. Yes. So he can't wear the helmet. But he can wear the little elf hat like uh, Will Ferrell does. Yes. And he has to, like, I guess he has to be smarter. Well, I mean, elf was pretty, uh, Will Ferrell was pretty dumb in that movie. He was, but he wasn't, like, mentally distinct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, yeah. So what you're saying is, Ross, can I, Ross, can I just clarify? What you're saying is, Will Ferrell should have played Buddy and Elf like Sean Penn in I Am Sam. Yes. <laughs> he would have got the Oscar. But everyone else in the movie should act exactly the same, with the same lines, the same tone. <laughs> but yes. Will, Ferrell, Will Ferrell should have gone for it. He should have gone. He should have gone full. He should have okay. gone full mentally developmentally yeah. disabled. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> <laughs> Uh, it would be ahead of its time. Yeah. You know, like, Zoe Deschanel would be like Christina Ricci in that other movie where she dates a mentally disabled man. What movie is that? Oh. Uh, Pumpkin. Oh, what? I haven't heard of that one. See, I'm the, mo I'm hashtag the movie guy, but you've got all the, you get all the weird, um, I just know all the films no one knows about. Yeah, you know all the controversial films that make people uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's very on brand. Oh man, I'm gonna watch this movie. A, a, a pumpkin. A sorority girl finds her life falling apart when she develops romantic feelings for a mentally challenged man. That is not gonna have aged well, I'm assuming. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Uh. Pumpkin, the pumpkin is uh, no. It's gonna make a Halloween joke, but this is Christmas. Well, Halloween could be Christmas. Yeah, there's lots of decorations. There is, but there was the Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, that's like a crossover. It's like a crossover. Yeah. Tim Burton took all the credit. Yeah. Henry Selleck directed that movie, not Tim Burton. Henry Selleck. He also directed the 1989 Batman. 
No, that was Tim Burton. And he also directed Batman Returns. No, that was also Tim Burton. And Danny DeVito played Catwoman. Played the Penguin. Yeah, he played looked, Catwoman. He played Catwoman. And he looked great in that tight, shiny, tight leather catsuit. And Michelle uh, Pfeiffer had multiple personalities, and one of those personalities was a cop going undercover at a school teaching Coolio. Was she a cop in that movie? I thought she was just a, a teacher. I swear she's an undercover cop. And I'm only going by the Gangster's Paradise music video. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I've she ever act- seen the whole thing of that movie. She acts like a cop in that music video. So I'm hmm. like, is, is, is it a cop going undercover Did- in, a, in the city school? Or- okay, so one, R.I.P. Coolio. He passed yeah. away earlier this year. Two, did Coolio lie to us through a music video? Yeah, he might have. Did he mislead us? The thinking that Michelle Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. Wait, is Michelle Pfeiffer and Mackay Pfeiffer the same person? And he's Eight Mile a Christmas movie. Eight Mile Crazy Nights. Eight Mile Crazy Nights. Yeah, it's, it's, it's on a movie. Eminem's Jewish, right? Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> well. <laughs> Let's consider this for a second. Mm. If he was Jewish, mm. he's been embraced by the black rap community. Hmm. So therefore, Kanye would have embraced. Hmm. I don't know if Ye ever embraced M and M. Yeah, I I don't think that were. um, That was a different. That was a different A. Yeah. That was Dre. That was Dre. Dre A. Dre A. Dre, yeah, and that guy like beating his wife, so his girlfriend, so. Yeah. Hmm. He's not the best judge of character, I guess. But then you have Spike Lee, mm. who got accused of anti-Semitic stereotypes in the movie. And he was like, why would I put anti-Semitic stereotypes in my movie? Jews run Hollywood. They wouldn't <laughs> let me do it. <laughs> what's, what's, that? Oh, what's that joke? I'm going to butcher it. And I apologize. One, I apologize to listeners just for us talking about this. <laughs> but no, also... I <laughs> I apologize for it because I can't remember the joke. Um, uh, don't you ever say that Jews run the media? If you ever say that, no, see, I can't do it. I can't remember it. Isn't that the worst when you can't remember a joke? What was it? What um, was the, what's the gist? Don't uh, don't say that Jews run the Hollywood. If you say that again, no. Oh my god, this is like the worst. We are destroying comedy right here. What, what yeah, is this? Is, every time I've come on this show, Ross, we've destroyed comedy, but I think this time we've fully, like, it's just gone. We really peed on the corpse. Obliterated. Don't say Jews run the media. If you say that again, you're, you're blacklisted from Hollywood, something like that. Like, it's basically saying they run the media by saying, no, they don't. But if you say that, they... It's a jo- it's a bad joke. I don't mean it. 
Please don't Dave Chappelle me. That was Dave Chappelle's joke in Saturday Night Live, wasn't it? Was it? That's probably where I got it from. That was kind of the gist. That's probably where I... I don't know. Well, he said something like, well, if if you see a group of black people, uh, they're in a gang. If you see Italians, they're in the mob. But if you see a bunch of Jews, it's just a coincidence and don't say anything about it. And then he also said, I hate trans people. Well, I don't think... And there was no, no joke There was no joke attached. SNL, he didn't say, I hate trans people on that. They wouldn't give him the chance. Hmm. But Dave Chappelle, he's a weird one. Why? I apologize to listeners. This is awful. <laughs> like, we were like, let's, let's talk about Christmas movies. And now we're just talking about, like... Jewish conspiracy theories that oh, that are just awful. All right. Isn't Christmas movies the ultimate Jewish conspiracy theory? <laughs> I mean, let's let's think about it. Jewish people run Hollywood. And Hollywood, Hollywood makes but Hollywood, but Hollywood is filled with Christmas movies. <laughs> if you were running the media, wouldn't it be full of Hanukkah movies? <laughs> wouldn't I know more about Hanukkah than I do about Christmas? I don't. <laughs> That's the thing, James. You're like, we're going on a tangent, but don't worry, I'll bring it back around okay. for some logical leap. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, take a sharp turn and get us out of here. Let's talk about Die Hard, which is a Christmas movie. Ah, yes, and that everything is a Christmas movie. Well, yeah, I guess we established that everything is a Christmas movie, so I guess. Arguing that Die Hard is a Christmas movie also is kind of... Is Gruber a Jewish name? <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Ellis was definitely Jewish, right? Oh, oh fuck this. Fuck this, Ross. You fucking ruined my whole life. People are going <laughs> to listen to this and be like, what the fuck is wrong with these idiots? We haven't said anything. We haven't said anything <laughs> that can be construed as inflammatory in any way. We're just having a conversation. Can't we have a conversation anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I'm wait, sorry, James. Didn't, wait, I don't remember what we talked about last episode I was on, but didn't I say I'm never coming back on this show? Because of yes. how bad bad it got last time. I think this is worse. I'm never coming back on the show. How long ago was that? It must have been a year. It felt like it feels like a long time ago, but because of COVID, like time has lost all meaning. I do believe it was over a year ago since last time you were on. So you yeah. might have it's like childbirth. To... <laughs> Doing this podcast is like childbirth. <laughs> you, you, forget, wait. you forget the trauma, so it gets you hyped to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like evolutionarily designed to do this podcast to do it again. Yeah, to guest on my show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I have to do this again for some whatever reason. Yeah, just for waiting. Just wait a year. Yeah. I oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll wait a year and then, and then I'll forget how awful this was and all the awful things we said. <laughs> Name one awful thing we've said so far. Name one. Um, if I'm if I'm repeating myself, it's just to fill time while you think. Okay. Um, Name one. 
we said Die Hard wasn't a Christmas movie, and that's not true. It is a Christmas movie. Okay, yep, yep, okay. Yeah. So, so anyway, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I watch it every Christmas Eve, or at least I have to. I have up until the last couple of years where I kind of got sick of it because I've seen it too many times. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's all I want to say. Well, in Die Hard 4, Kevin Smith has a cameo, I believe, does he not? He does? Yes. Does I think he? he? does. I'm pretty sure. As, he's like as, the tech, the tech guy, the hacker, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some okay. sort. And he worked with Bruce Willis. Do you think Bruce Willis said, "Move the fucking camera" at some point? <laughs> See, I didn't call back to something we said that wasn't in something that wasn't too bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not even going to ask whether or not Bruce Willis is Jewish or not. <laughs> But yeah, Bruce Willis. I mean, he's retired from films now because. Oh God, be careful, Ross. He's got the um, I don't know what it's called, but aphasia. Oh, yeah, no, I think that sounds right. It uh, affects, I guess, cognitive abilities or something. Yeah, some sort. I, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, on one hand, it's awful, and I feel sorry for him and his family. But on the other hand, maybe he forgot Hudson Hawk. So. That's a plus. <laughs> he forgot doing that movie, so that's a win. It's Hudson Hawk a bad movie. It's a very weird movie. It's very uneven. Ah. It's not even terrible. I mean, it it's, tanked. It's just, it's just strange. How did this get made? Slot. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, what is going on? My dad liked that movie. It's it, the one thing I remember. About my dad. <laughs> the one positive I remember. You liked Hudson Hawk. <laughs> okay, yeah. So you, the one, the one fond memory you have of him is he liked a movie that was not that good. He had weird taste in general. Yeah. I think you sincerely like Steven Seagal movies. But I feel like men of a certain age... Like Steven Seagal movies. Yeah, like... It's the... Yeah, it's a very specific type of bad action movie that, like, any, like, boomer dad is going to love. Like, all those straight-to-DVD movies that Bruce Willis was doing, and they're so terrible... But like old people, like old men, love those. They make they make a lot of money considering how like bad they are. It's interesting. Hmm. The last time I saw my dad alive was Christmas, where he said, "Hey, Ross, getting a little pudge there, aren't you?" <laughs> oh God! You think they should make a movie out of that? How how old were you? Oh god, I was I was old. I was in my early twenties, probably. Okay, okay. I, I wasn't I wasn't a kid. Yeah. I guess yeah. I guess in the movie version you would be a kid though, because like you would come <laughs> downstairs for Christmas and there's like no presents under the tree, and your dad's just what like smoking a cigarette 
well. <laughs> what would the movie, what would the opening scene of this movie version be where you have to like reconcile your feelings? Like Christmas was ruined for you as a kid. Okay, this is the premise of Ross yeah. Purdy. Ross Purdy destroys Christmas. Yeah. So you wake up Christmas morning, you're like kid, not even 10 years old, run downstairs. Like there's no presents under the tree. The tree is the sorriest looking tree you've ever seen. Your dad is what? Like feet up, smoking a cigarette. Drinking beer, and you're like, "Merry Christmas, Dad!" And he's like, getting a little pudgy there, aren't we, Ross? <laughs> and then, hard cut. You're a thirty-something comedian who hates Christmas. And then what happens? Like there's something, something has to happen where you go on a trip, go on a journey, and then you learn to love Christmas. Okay. Here we go. I go to the doctors and sitting beside me in the waiting room is Natalie Portman. Okay. She's got headphones in. And then she says, I got this song that'll change your life. Mm. And I listen to it and it and it's the shins. Okay, but can it be like the shins cover of a famous Christmas carol? No, it has to be a shins well any song could be a Christmas movie. Any song can be a Christmas movie. Okay. <laughs> any song can be, any, it, it makes sense. <laughs> What what happened? And then you listen to it, and what? It just then you're like, it's it's completely unrelated, like un un Christmas related Shin song. And then you're like, oh, I love Christmas now. Well, I I close my eyes, and then I open it up, and suddenly Natalie Portman's wearing a ballerina costume, and then Mila Kunis is there, also in a ballerina costume, and they do like the Nutcracker. The nut, yeah, the Nutcracker is very Christmassy. And then, uh, then what happens? The nut. Uh, Danny DeVito has to be in this, right? Danny DeVito's in it. Okay, good. And he's is, he the, is, he the, is he the he, nutcracker? He's Italian, not Jewish. Okay, but he's married to Rhea Perlman, who was Jewish. Did he convert? Don't, I'm not getting into this again, Ross. <laughs> also, Natalie Portman famously chosen, one of the chosen people. Thank you for listening. Oh, fuck you, Russ. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs>